Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm so happy to hear your voice this morning. <laughs> me too. Me too. Very, very excited about today's. Um, yes, podcast. me too. <laughs> um, thanks everybody for tuning in. We have a super um, special message for you today. And I just want to start off by saying um, that this message, you will probably have to bear with me because it's a raw, raw place. Um, and we, we are very, um, passionate about getting this word to you guys because we see, you know, so many of you going through a lot of what we went through and, you know, we, we are no gurus, um, but we have learned how to actually apply this healing to ourselves and, you know, using, you know, God's grace and his mercy every day to get us to where we are, you know, and, you know, finding that peace within yourself, it, it comes with a price. Um, and that's the price that you've been living for as long as, you know, you have been. And, you know, it comes to you um, at the right time. I mean, it, it comes to you when you're in that moment and you can't see anything but what you need to do, but you don't know how to do it. Um, you know, and it's a very forgiving spot once you surrender to it. Um, you know, it's not... It, it, you know, finding, finding that peace is really worth everything that you're going through, even if you can't see it at the moment. Um, so you'll have to bear with me while I weed through some of, um, some of the things inside of me that, you know, are, are just like a passionate, uh, place because I, I, I guess I see so much of it now that I didn't see before in everybody. And so, you know, watching you guys go through it and live through it and suffer through it, you know, is, is a raw spot on my heart because I went through, I went through it too. And, you know, we have to get to that place where, you know, we have to, we have to turn around because you can't hide from your inner stuff. You know, you can't sleep it off. You can't surgically remove it. You can't eat it away. You can't buy it things. You can't wish it away. You can't exercise it away. You have to turn around and really embrace it. And I, and what looks back at you is a very, very, um, I can't even think of a word. It's a very, it, it's not pretty. What, what is looking back at you? Um, so with that being said, you know, I just want to start off and I'm going to end it the same way I started by saying, you know, be gentle with yourself while you go through this process, because you're meeting parts of yourself that you've been at war with. So you have to give forgiveness to yourself and to that inner child to get anywhere past this point. Um, and it's a, it's a big step. It's a really big step. Um, do you have anything you want to add at first, Nicole? Um, I think that the one thing that's that I really want to say, and, and you and I talked about this last night, is um, Jen and I, we are not by any means claiming to be professionals by no means. We just 
we have been through it and um, we've explored the deep and dark inner things that she's just talked about. And at the time that we were doing it, you know, we had each other and we had the help of a few other people, but the reason why it's important for us to bring these messages to, to the public and, and to social media and to, to as many people as we can is because it is so taboo. People just don't talk about it. They go through it, they suffer silently and they don't talk about it. So if any of you out there are wondering, you know, how we just miraculously got through this, it, it wasn't anything that happened overnight by any means. Um, we are still learning every single day. And honestly, part of our therapy is bringing this message to you. And, you know, when we can help others, it in turn helps us. So that is the, that is the point of, of what it is that we're doing here. And I just want to make sure that everyone knows that we are bringing this from the rawest, most sincere part of where we are and who we are. And um, it takes a lot of courage to do that, yes, but it also takes a lot of courage to keep it hidden. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, if it can help anybody, that, that, is, that, that helps us. So I want to thank you for all of those who have reached out, um, both to me and first and foremost, for what we've done so far. Um, you guys have no idea what that means to us and what that does for us. Mm-hmm. And, and we, that's, the, we, that's the high idea of healing is, you know, letting, you know, you helping me and me helping you, however that, however that takes form, whether it's through a podcast or whether it's just seeing you at the grocery store or however it goes down, you know, it's, it's the idea behind love that really is where the healing is, you know, because we, we don't even know we're doing it, but, but by working on ourselves, we're putting it out there and you, by, by you working on yourself, you're putting it in your, in your little world, you know, and we're putting it in our little world. And, you know, it's a ripple effect, you know, because, you know, where you might've been, having a stank mood one day and you know you kind of come out of that you know whoever you were in the path of you know that following day or that following afternoon you know you you put a ripple out into the world you know where people expect you know people to be rough and gruff and mow their way through you know when you come through with your healing it you can't help but rub it off somewhere along along the day or along the way And, you know, that's kind of how this all starts, you know, with us one at a time. Yeah. But, um, you know, I guess like when, you know, God never puts us in a season that he hasn't prepared us for, you know, and we think of that on an adult term all the time. Like, okay, you know, we think of ourselves as these, you know, people that, um, you know, or are grown, we can deal with this, we can deal with that. And we pack it on, pack it on, pack it on. But as a child, if you can, if you can look inward, like I was talking about a while ago, look inward and turn around and embrace what you're looking at. Take yourself outside of yourself for a minute and take a step back and view yourself as a child. View yourself sitting in a room and think, you know, that children are put into battles that we were not, that we were not chosen to be in. And 
it, it was a very uneven battlefield. Children aren't equipped to go through half of the stuff that we put on them. But we do that in, in ignorance and we do that in, you know, um, so many unintended things. And, you know, how, how you survive that, though, will be the key that unlocks somebody else out of their hell. Because if you were to look at a child right now today, any kid that has been through something, you want to be able to say, well, you know, I had that happen. And look at me like I'm. I'm telling you, it's going to be okay. It's not going to be easy, but it will be worth it. It will be okay. You know, if we give in to what has happened to us, because none of us look like what we've been through. We paint on the face. We do the hair. We put on the clothes. We march through our day and we don't none look like what we deal with and what we go through. Um, which says a lot about our strength and power and what we're capable of. So if we quit using it against ourselves and use it for ourselves and for the people around us, I mean, we could change continents, you know, and, and that's what I, that's what I think of when I think about my, my purpose. And when I think about, you know, putting those ripples out there, you know, because I look at our kids and they have a lot stacked against them you know, and they have to be strong and we have to equip them, you know, but if we, by, by us raising our kids, the way we, you know, things we needed growing up or things we needed throughout our life, you know, picture yourself as that child and think about the things that that child has been through that wasn't prepared for none of it. Now you survived it, but at what cost? everything that you've been through and all the trials, all the hurdles and obstacles that you've had to jump over, you know, like that child, that child looking back at you and just kind of let that sit for a minute, you know, because that's a heavy, heavy feeling when you have to think about it that way, because then you have no one to turn around and look at and blame. You know, yes, we were put in situations that we didn't, some of us didn't have control over or some of us did have control over. Um, but that little, that little girl or little boy, you know, looking back at you, you know, just that visual alone based on where you're at in your life and what you've been through, that visual alone should probably tear your heart out. And I'm sure... You know, Nicole, probably, I, I don't know how long I talk, but I feel like I talk the whole time. <laughs> but no, it's fine. I, I mean, yeah, I, you know, this is something that um, really rocks me to my core as well, because when I've had to sit there and I've had to interact with the inner child within me and I've had to look at that child and I've had to see the hurt and the experiences that that child went through and, and what, you know, if that was my niece or my nephew or, or any other kid, um, what would I be saying to that, that, that inner child? And now it, it really wasn't until I started looking and viewing things that way that I, it, it clicked, you know, like, holy cow, I've been neglecting, the inner child that lives within me mm-hmm. for so long. And um, it all goes back to nature versus nurture again. 
you know, we are so impressionable and receptive scientifically up until the age of six. And so whatever imprint is being impressed upon us up until that age often carries with us into our adulthood. And Mm -hmm. just because it came from people that love us and care for us, for instance, our parents, our grandparents, doesn't mean that it's healthy. Right. And, you know, our later experiences in life begin to reinforce the beliefs of the who we should and should not have been. And that's how we so very quickly lose sight of what of who we really are. We're we're molded in one way, but in reality, we're, we're it's a constant struggle. And we wonder why we're struggling while we're fighting against who we really ought to be. Yeah. And if we would just, again, give ourselves a break, look at that child that lives within all of us and see what he or she needs and start to nurture those needs versus what we have been conditioned to thinking that that child needs. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it, it changes, you know, it, it, it sets you free and it's not easy, but with a little bit of effort every single day, it is possible. And we can literally rewrite the scripts of our lives just by starting to play and nurture our inner child. Mm-hmm. And just by like acknowledging your inner child and speaking, speaking up for her, you know, and apologizing, you know, hold her, hug her, you know, like you would your own child, you know, convince her that, you know, you won't ever do those awful things to her again, you know, love on her, be compassionate as you know, she, she's been through so much and really just apologize for every time, you know, that she was scared. I mean, if you think back in your life and things you've lived through and how many times you were scared, you know, or, you know, how many times she was screaming and crying and you're in situations, you know, you shouldn't be in, or, you know, you're with people you shouldn't be around and you're, you know, you're, you're in danger. Um, uh, whether that be physically, whether that be emotionally, whether that be, you know, whatever the case may be in your circumstance, you know, and you know, she's screaming, she's crying. And, you know, all you did was turn the music up and drink a bottle of wine or drink a bottle of, you know, whatever, just to drown her out, you know, and suffocate her, you know, it's so many things that we do to ourselves. We don't even know that we do. And, you know, just respecting her and, you know, even if nobody else is, it's your job to do that. And we don't learn that. And that's something so that I'm so passionate about for McKinley, you know, as she grows up and she's going, I mean, most of you that have kids, you know, I know y'all have the same fear, you know, about them going out into the world, but you know, we, we have to equip them and we can't project our fears and our pain and everything that we go through onto our children because they don't have the capacity to understand the, the big broad spectrum of all of these things that we've been conditioned to fear or we've been conditioned to love or we've been conditioned to, 
to to view there's no way they can they can comprehend those big things Mm -hmm. and so you know we can't look to kids to understand you know the magnitude of our void or our pain or and project that onto them that's not their job to lug our junk around and it's owning it's owning and being accountable and doing what you have to do to take care of you that way you don't snap on them or that way you don't look to them to be like why don't you understand this you know because then you're you're projecting all of your stuff onto your child and I mean I think that was my biggest you know wake up call you know when I had McKinley you know because I knew I knew that I wasn't I had I had not dealt with so much stuff now when she was little I was consumed with that child you know and you know, at her every need and, you know, really just going through them. That was the best I'd ever felt in my life, you know, was having her to raise. And, you know, it was like, as she got older and needed me a little less, it was like, now I'm faced with all these things uh, in a relationship, you know, that were not what they needed to be. And then I'm, you know, on top of all the other stuff that I had carried through my life, you know, so it was like going through, you know, just the motions every day and like, what in the world? Like, is this really all like, is this it? Like, is this it? You know, and that became, that became, you know, the beginning of where I'm at now. And you know, unpacking that is not pretty. (laughs) And I mean, you, when you are looking for anything to make you feel human, because you're not in in an environment that makes you feel like you're alive, you, you want anything to validate you as a person. And you want something to make you feel like your heart is pumping, that you're alive. That I mean, that's, that's honestly where I was at. And you know, that can be a very, um, um, I don't know what the word would be for that, but the very low point for me. And, you know, just having that compassion for yourself, you know, when nobody else has it for you and nobody can understand what you're unpacking and no one, and definitely not your child, but, you know, it's, it's a big, it's, it's big mountains, but they can be, you can climb them and you can get over them. And the reward on the other side is really just the peace that you find once you, once you quit ignoring everything. And, you know, it's really just loving on yourself for a change. And it will, once you get to that place, after you've made peace with the inner child in you, you know, it will transform the world around you. You won't take things so personal because you understand that, you know, everybody's on their own journey and, you know, it will reveal doors and windows that you never even noticed that have been sitting there the whole time, you know, but we focus so much on, you know, we know there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but we just focus and obsess about the tunnel, you know, instead of the light, you know, and those are big, like, those are big things to come to terms with. Yeah, I agree. And I also feel that, you know, not speaking from someone that has children, but speaking from someone who the children that I do have in my life, I love with everything within my being. And, um, you know, 
as any influence over a child, if you are not acknowledging your inner child, you cannot possibly be who the child standing in front of you needs you to be for them. There's no way. You can't skip that part. You can't skip your work of who you are and, and expect to be exactly what the child standing in front of you needs for you to be. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, you have to become fully aware of the needs that you have and you have to nurture them. And then you will, you will be able to see a lot more that's around you. And there will be a lot more avenues open up that you can just breathe into people. And, you know, um, signs that your inner child is wounded, gosh, I mean, they come in so many different shapes Mm -hmm. and sizes, you know, um, low self-esteem, mood and emotional imbalances, problems with being too harsh or too weak, Eating disorders, harming yourself, being false, wearing masks. I think that that's one of the things, you know, for the longest time I lived a double life. I was Nicole to, on the outside and then Nicole on the inside. And, um, you know, no one else around me outside. I mean, my husband knew it and he, you know, he thanked God for him every day for, for being to me who he is and making me constantly try to see my worth, but, but I had to see it and I had to go through the hard work and dig through the darkness in order to see the light that's within me. And it is within all of us. Mm -hmm. And, um, we just have to clean the lens, you know, we have to clean the lens so that light can shine brighter. And I, You know, like Jen said, we see so many people hurting and clearly just the responses that we've gotten from those who have reached out, Mm -hmm. you know, it, there are, and and I can't imagine how many others out there who are, you know, who, who want to reach out and they just haven't gotten there yet. So, um, this is big stuff that we're talking about. And, you know, one of the main things that we do, you know, you said, pour up, break out a bottle of wine and, and, and drown it away. Mm -hmm. We silence the needs Mm -hmm. of what our inner child is yearning for with alcohol, drugs, gossips, negativity, Mm -hmm. overeating, promiscuity. The list goes on, you know, we silence it. it. There are so many more things out there to silence it with than there are to embrace it with. And I am guilty of all of the above. I mean, I can yeah, completely, me too. I mean, like I can completely sit here and I can tell you straight up, I am guilty of every single one, every single one. And I can, and I sit though with the biggest piece in the world because, you know, people that want to bring up your past or bring up, you know, what you went through, you know, you know, you don't wish your pain on anybody, but they're, they weren't the ones sitting there every day enduring the torment, enduring the torment from either others or yourself. Like they Mm -hmm. didn't sit there and put in the work. And if anything, 
I would use what I went through to help those very same people, those very same people that had such an opinion about what I was doing or how I was doing it or whatever. I would still sit here today and convince them that they are worthy of healing. And I mean, I can, I knew that I had leveled up when I could sit there and picture all the people in my mind that had been against me or made my life this way or made my, I have no desire to blame anyone anymore. Mm -mm. And I would sit here across the room and I would convince them that, you know, God's love will heal you too. And, you know, let me, let me help you get there, you know? And so I knew that I can sit here in, in myself with everything that I've been through and I can own every single thing. And it does not, it does not do anything to me because I have the peace and the love inside of me now that, I mean, you can hear it in my voice. It's so raw and it's so pure, you know, and I'm physically like having, you know, reactions to saying these things because it's so real to me. And I mean, I have it in my hands. I have it in my heart. I have it in my mind, you know, where so long I prayed for anything, you know, and, you know, I just turning around and looking at my inner child was a big, big step for me because, you know, I think of how many times I laid there and felt sorry for my ego self, not who I was as a person, not my soul. I was more worried about somebody rectifying what they did to me or said to me or you know like I wanted justice you know for for how much pain I was in but I was the one that you know was inflicting the pain and receiving the pain from other people you know and it was like I put myself in I trusted someone else instead of trusting myself and trusting God you know and that was a huge huge turnaround for me you know when I got to that place and that was probably the most brutal thing that I've ever like in mentally had to had to go through um you know aside from you know past traumas and stuff like that but that was something I had to do to get me to where I am today and I'm so thankful and I'm so proud of the, you know, person that I am now, you know, and am I perfect? Absolutely not. (laughs) Far from it. But every day I enjoy waking up. Now that is the very first thing that rolls off my face in the morning, you know, thank you, God. Thank you, God. And I don't, I don't dread the agony of lugging myself through a day or lugging myself through, you know, whatever it is I have to go through, you know, even regardless, uh, I can't hardly, you know, still get around a whole good bit but I'm I'm just so thankful to be here and I'm so like overcome with just pure joy and you know it's how many times I sit there and think about I compared myself you know my little inner child to someone else like why can't you look this way why can't you wear stuff like that why can't you know wash your stupid hair do this you know and when you think of that like that's a very damaging thing to grow up with that mindset mm-hmm. and but we do and you know or you know think about what we do to ourselves with a diet you know or eating or starving or you know things we went through in the past eating only grapefruit I mean you know just stupid stuff stupid stuff and yeah. you know our kids they don't care what we have 
what we look like, what we wear. They just want us our love and attention and respect. And that's the same as what we want as adults, but we have to give it to ourselves first. And, you know, or else you're just a version of who you're supposed to be. You're a version. And I mean, in the past five years, I've been 500 different people, you know, with different struggles. You know, it was, I became a different person trying to fight through this thing. And I became a different person trying to fight through this thing because I was avoiding the one person that I had in my stomach and in my heart, you know, and, you know, that's just, it's a big thing to turn around and look at. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Yeah, it is. And, um, you know, again, it's not becoming something, it's unbecoming something. And, um, you know, we have all these constraints put on us and conditions put on us. And it is a power struggle. And at the moment that you just be yourself, just be you, Mm -hmm. let go of what you think you should be, and what other people think or what you think other people think you should be mm-hmm. and just be the person that you are because the longer you fight it, the longer you, you struggle mm-hmm. and the longer you just survive and it is not living. And, you know, um, we have to fill ourselves up. We have to, we have to breathe life into ourselves. And, and it's so easy to blame. I, for so long, I blamed, experiences that adults put on me in my childhood I knew that that was why I was struggling but I blamed every single person around me but me mm-hmm. and when in reality I was the most damaging person to myself mm-hmm. I did the most hurt I suffered the most because of my own actions not because of what someone else, no one else in this world really has that much power to damage right. you as much as you have to damage yourself. And, um, you know, for Jen and I talked about this last night. Oh, I see so many moms saying that they're doing this because of their kid or they're doing that because of their, their kid. And don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't have kids myself, once again. However, I would go to the ends of the earth and back for any of the children in my life. I would lay down and die for them today. However, not at the expense of myself. Yeah. Because you can't. Stop living your life in the pits because you feel like you have to take the strength of that mama bear within you. And look after yourself first and foremost. And I promise you what you will get from that will then equip you to do what is truly best for your child. Yep. Everything naturally falls into place. Your mama bear mode, if you use that for yourself, your kids are already going to be protected. They're already going to be, they're going to have the best fighter in, in their presence that won't be making split decisions based off of fear or based off of doubt or based off of, you know, when you invest all of that mama bear into the mama, you know, it, everything else naturally falls into place. So it's not a matter of choosing one or the other. When you protect and you arm and you equip yourself, the mama bear is the mama bear. And, you know, everything else falls behind that. 
you know, and you're in the, you're in, you're in the front, you are front line and center in front of everything for those children. And the power that we feel when we feel like we're protecting our own child, we have to use that for ourselves. That way we can be that bigger spectrum of mama bear, you know, and, and make it all fall together where it's supposed to in a healthy way. You know, when we go in a split decision in the mama mode, you know, or in the mama bear mode, you know, we're making decisions just based off of what we see or, you know, left or right, this or that, this or that, you know, and it's, it's not always those big critical decisions. If we can sit there and be silent and assess what we're fighting, you know, and what we're pushing to or what we're having to push over or through, you know, when you really commit to your mama bear and that is yourself, you know, as a person, you know, then a lot more stuff makes sense because you're not clouded by pain. You're not clouded by fear. You're not clouded by all these things that just fester and fester and make the situation so much bigger than what you are. And I mean, that was a huge thing for me because I, I was in that situation, you know, and it was just, it, it consumes you because then you feel like, you know, your every decision is, you know, so critical, so urgent, so this, and you make bad decisions sometimes based off of what, and the, the threat may be very real, you know, but if you had that piece about yourself, you might can see doors that others don't. And it really, it really clears up what you're fighting for and what you're fighting against because sometimes what we're fighting is not even close to what we're having to deal with you know and it's just about loving all the parts of yourself until they're healed because I mean if you think about it as a child if you do something and you know with your with your kids you know it it's finding that little dance of you know, like, look, mommy might have freaked out on you. I'm sorry. I just had a really bad day. You know, it's loving. They come back to us. And that that inner child that comes back to you is scared, Is doesn't trust you, you know, and looking at you like you're crazy because now you're wanting to show it attention and affection and, you know, kind of make peace with it. You know, so it's just having that grace and having that patience and loving the parts of you that were, were that person to that child, you know, and the more you do that and apply it to your process every day, I mean, it will become more of a habit and and it will clear up so many things in your life that don't make sense right now, you know, and, and aren't the way you want them, but, you know, doing that, Really, I mean, that mother that keeps fighting for her kids any and every day at all costs, you know, use that fight for yourself and your kids will naturally fall into grace with you and you will be so much healthier mentally, physically, emotionally, every which way. And you would be amazed at the clarity that you get from that. Mm -hmm. I agree. agree. You have to remind yourself how special you were as a child Mm -hmm. and you know Jen and I we because we've had to work on this you know um it's a bit too long to go through here and a lot of you may not remember it later but we we have some tips and tools that we've used to help you get back in touch with that inner child and to help you on a daily basis just 
little routines that you can do, say, think, um, practice that will help you nurture the needs of that inner child. So at any time, please reach out to us um, and we'll be happy to share. We've already been sharing so many other tips and tools with other people for, for various things. And so this is just the next chapter of that. And, um, you know, it may not work for everybody, but it worked for us. And, and you will find your own path and you will find your own way, but it does take effort. You have to show up for yourself every single day. You cannot do this part-time. You cannot do this when it's convenient. You cannot, you have to make the time every single day yeah. to take care of numero uno yourself. Mm-hmm. Very true. Our love is unconditional. There is never no judgment. There is never no um underlying agenda it's just a straight portal from our heart like it's it's a, I pray to myself every day and I pray to God you know let help me find the words to express how genuine I am with this with my story and you know and it it, it doesn't come until you absolutely have no desire to blame anyone it's ownership, it's responsibility, it's accountability, and you have to find, you know, that in yourself if you really, truly are sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I mean, it, it doesn't matter who's standing there that you want to blame, that you probably could blame, but that don't get you nowhere. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's that's not going to be the thing to induce your healing. And, you know, let use us until you find that tribe you know, that, that makes you better, not bitter and keeps you pushing instead of pulling and, you know, whatever, all the other little metaphors I could use. But, um, honestly, we're, we're here. We love you and, you know, be gentle with yourself. You are meeting the you that you have been at war with. Yes. And we are, we are looking forward to meeting all of you. So the real um, you, it's, you know, we, we come from a place that is all heart and no ego. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The death of the ego was one of the the hardest journeys. And and I think that we'll have a a more specific (laughs) podcast on the ego and what it does to us. But um, remember, hate doesn't drive out hate. Right. If I've said it once, I've said it a million times and I'll continue to say it. Love. It, it all begins and ends with love. Yes. People hurt you, love them more. Mm-hmm. You know, um, people push you away, love them harder. It's just what we got to do. But it has to begin with loving ourselves. Yeah. Amen, so, sister. <laughs> love you guys. We love you. Stay strong. Keep your chin up, buttercup. <laughs> yes, indeed. Y'all have a good day. We love you. <laughs>